Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Democracy-ish. I'm Toure. And I'm Danielle Moody. And happy Rush Limbaugh's dead day to you. Happy Rush Limbaugh's dead day to you as well. Um, I think it's I, apropos. We may, we may, I don't think we'll go to hell for that. I don't think. Oh we'll no! Go. Oh All no! Right. Oh no! I don't. I don't. I think the devil might be like, no, we got to find a new place for you because you you're crazy. You are insane. Um, um, that it happened in Black History Month is apropos. Um, because he has been racist, sexist, homophobic, and just one of the more horrible people over the past several decades. And there's a direct line between the work that he did as a radio commentator and broadcaster, um, that he and Newt Gingrich are responsible for reshaping the Republican Party in the in its modern image evil fact hating conspiracy loving uh you know the politics of personal destruction the weaponization of government this this abject hatred of democrats um you know this this pro white male anti everybody else victimhood entitlement all of that shit and there's a direct line between the work that Rush Limbaugh did which helped expand this crazy right-wing media ecosphere where you have to basically shout in terms of have a crazier conspiracy theory than anyone else to even be believed, which ends up in the big lie, Trump, well, in order Trumpism, the big lie, and 1-6. He is one of the absolute godfathers of Trumpism and 1-6 and QAnon and all of that and the world is absolutely a better place without him having a microphone to blast his lies and his bullshit to what is it some gigantic audience that's absurd I mean essentially the amount of people that listened to Rush Limbaugh pretty much mirrors the millions of the tens of millions of people that voted for Donald Trump. Right. Rush Limbaugh's audience is, was in was close to or maybe had surpassed 70 million people. And when you think about that much in the same way that I thought about when I saw the number of people that added on to Donald Trump's uh votes, 
that didn't vote for him in 2016, but then thought in 2020, no, that's my guy. Wow. It totally, it, 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 it just shows you how sick and twisted America really is because, you know, while some will remember Rush Limbaugh as being entertaining and others will talk about his talent and look, let me, as, as a, as a podcaster, as a, as a former radio host, there you have to be talented in order to have tens of millions of followers. You really do, right? Yeah. Like you have so many fucking choices of things to listen to that if 70 million people are tuning in to listen to you every single day, like you're doing something right. But in Rush Limbaugh's case, he wasn't doing anything right. He was actually adding to the hatred, the vitriol and the divisiveness in this country. And he, to me, is a representation of somebody who can have extraordinary talent build an incredible platform and yet be a horrible, terrible, evil human being. Yes. Uh, The, the politics were horrific and disgusting. He's not as far gone as an Alex Jones or, uh, but like he's in this sort of middle ground, like he's far, he's to the right of Fox news but not as far as the insanity of an Alex Jones, right? So he's sort of in the middle of that. But in a world where Ann Coulter and Mark Levin and these sort of people who will say insane things is common, he's sort of like one of the progenitors of that sort of thing. Um, I did used to listen to Rush Limbaugh um, somewhat regularly. There was a time when I had a consistent car ride around 12 one o'clock and so i would i would put on rush limbaugh for about 30 minutes just largely to hear what the other side was saying and his politics were horrific and he would make me very angry and want to throw things at the radio and it was constantly this sort of right-wing way of saying things that you know are completely untrue making these extrapolations that make no freaking sense here's two facts that have no causal relationship, but I'm going to draw a causal relationship between them. Lots of straw men, um, lots of slippery slopes. But if you could, for a moment, remove the politics, <laughs> put the politics aside for a second, which is absolutely part of the show, um, but put the politics aside for a second. He was an extraordinary entertainer. He would go on the air every day for three hours with no guest host, no callers for the most part, very, very few interviews, very little in the, in the way of notes, and just talk for three straight hours by himself. And it was, it was compelling. It, made, it had a thesis. It had a point of view. He was playing a character, and I don't mark any difference between who he really was, but like when you get in front of the mic, you get in front of the camera, do you have a point of view? Are you a certain person, or are you just sort of like whatever comes to mind that day? No, he had a point of view. You knew what you were getting from Rush Limbaugh, and he, if right or wrong, he shaped the public discourse for a lot of people. Now, he led them off the deep end into a world of lies, of hatred, of victimhood, of entitlement, all of that. But he was, I mean, like, it's like, you know, this horrible, horrible person, like, yeah, you know, 
I want to say like, yeah, Ted Bundy was funny. He'd make you laugh. He was good at parties. Um, you know, I mean, like, and I, I don't want to, and I don't think I have undercut the seriousness of what he did. There were things that he said about Crystal Ball that were personal attacks that were disgusting, that were hurtful to her and hurt her career. There are other women who he lied about and said horrific things that were hurtful to them and hurt their careers. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, he, but as a broadcaster, and this is not to even this out at all, but I'm just saying, I understand the folks on the right who are like, yeah, but he was a good broadcaster. Yes, he was a good entertainer, but the message that he was spreading was horrific for the country and has filled the minds of millions of people with toxic thoughts that are leading them into a world that is not connected to reality. He's a disgusting piece of shit of a fucking human being. He didn't deserve to have a microphone. He didn't deserve to, you know, this is when I start to ask questions with regard to the guidelines that the FCC and other agencies that monitor airwaves um, have. Because when you are spreading such vicious lies, for instance, everyone knows I am a black queer woman. The things that he said about gay people, the things that he said led to people's deaths. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you understand? Like, so when 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 people want to say and want to tweet like, oh, he was entertaining for fucking whom? Because there are kids that are going into schools that were having the shit beat out of them, right? That decided to hang themselves because of the likes of the Rush Limbaugh's of the world and their parents fucking listening to them in the cars or the teachers and the administrators listening to them on their breaks and then bringing that toxic bullshit into their places of work, right? And so when we think about the idea, like when we think about entertainment, I need us to like think about the actual residue that a person like a Rush Limbaugh has left on our society for the last 30 years, right? The vitriol that was caused, the violence that was caused, right? Because of it, the way in which he, the way in which he lambasted people of the Muslim face of, of Islam post nine 11, right? And even before, the way in which that he had talked about women and said, you know how we'll stop abortion if, it, if, if it's done with a gun, right? Like that came out of Rush Limbaugh's mouth. And so you only get to say like, oh, somebody is entertaining or somebody is this. And I'm saying, yeah, clearly, you know, one, you never have to let the truth get in the way of a good story, right? Everybody knows that every storyteller, mm. fine, yeah, you can go on fucking radio for three hours, you can go on for three days if ain't nobody fact-checking you, mm. right? Like, no, if if your thesis is based <laughs> around the fact that Barack Obama is not born in the United States and is uh, the Antichrist and all of this shit, then yeah, right? That's like, Rush Limbaugh essentially was the Republican political version of Tales of the Crypt, right? <laughs> it doesn't have to fucking make sense. I think about that a lot, that it must be nice to be a right-wing political media figure and not have to worry about truth or reality or logic or history. You just say whatever the fuck you want. And nobody's going to go, hey, um, that's not true. 
people on the left will be like, hey, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't add up. That's not logical. That's not truthful. That doesn't uh, coalesce with facts and reality. On the right, they don't care about shit like that. So you can have no. whatever opinion you want. And look, even if you didn't listen to Rush, even if you consumed Fox, that's a child of Rush. Ann Coulter, mm-hmm. that's a child of Rush. Michelle mm-hmm. Malkin, Alex Jones also, he just went further to the right. All these people, he was there in the media system, Sean Hannity, before all of them, showing them how to do this thing. Um it's it's apropos that the evil, ridiculous, incompetent moron president gave this person a Congressional Medal of Honor, which is completely absurd and devalues that whole thing. Um, but he was a Trump kind of guy. And, and as you said, the sort of people who love Trump were raised on Rush and his ideas and his way of being. Um, and... You know, he was foxy before Fox. And, you know, it, the, the only and, thing that could have been that... better if, if they could have taken him 20 years earlier. This show. From the New Yorker staff writer Vincent Cunningham, a keenly observed novel of a young black man searching for his place in the world amidst a moment of historic change. Great Expectations is about David's 18 months working for the senator's presidential campaign. Along the way, David meets a myriad of people who raise a set of questions, questions of history, art, race, religion, and fatherhood that force David to look at his own life anew and come to terms with his identity as a young black man and father in America. Inspired by the author's experiences working on Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Cunningham uses a political campaign as his narrative backbone. Great Expectations will be one of the talked about novels of the year, Colin McCann. Great Expectations is available wherever books are sold. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Was part of the Pro Democracy Podcast Coalition. The midterms are coming, and it's more important than ever that we protect and fix our elections. We all know that our government is broken. Politicians spend more time working for themselves, their big donors, and their political party instead of for us. We as Americans have had enough of the corruption, partisan bickering, and gridlock. Look, I get that all the nonsense makes you want to tune out, but I'm here to tell you there's reason for hope. Our political system is broken now, but we can fix it. That's why we've partnered with Represent Us, a nonpartisan grassroots organization that has helped notch more than 160 victories to improve our elections and give power back to the voters where it belongs. Right now until November, there are many, many ways you can get involved. Represent Us is working in cities and states to pass good government policies like ranked choice voting. And they're also recruiting folks to help staff the polls. Let's protect our elections now and for generations to come. 
Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. That's represent.us slash pod. You know, I well, that, but also, again, it just goes back to accountability, right? The reason why there are so many children, as you mentioned, of Rush Limbaugh is because no one is ever held accountable for the hot shit that they say, right? Nobody is like we we are right now. Nancy Pelosi is looking at a a one six commission to look into what led up to the fucking insurrection. Do you need your tax dollars spent on a commission to tell me what the fuck I already know? How about you invest in the power grid in Texas, or how about you invest in the public school system so we have HVAC so kids can go back to school and not die of COVID? How like how about we do those things? And so, but I I feel like if you had accountability, right? If you had people be sued in the way that they are being sued right now, um, for telling lies about the voting machines, and you see Fox News is being sued for billions of dollars, no one did that with a Rush Limbaugh. Nobody came up and said, you know what? You are spreading dangerous falsehoods about the LGBTQIA community, right? And because of that, violence is escalating. Like these these are things that are happening and we're suing you for billions of dollars. You wouldn't see these people consistently pop up. The only reason why they pop up is because they keep fucking winning. You know, as we talked about before we started, we would normally hesitate to pile on the dead. We would normally say the person has died, lay down your sword and let them go. And if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. This is a special case. This is different. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is a, a league of Donald Trump. When Donald Trump dies, it will not be like, well, he tried his hardest. No. When yeah. Newt Gingrich dies, he'll be like, well, you know, he wrote some good books. No. Nope. no. There, are, there are certain people who have gone out of their way to profit at the business of damaging the country by feeding the basest, most evil, most white supremacist uh, urges of white people. And they have hurt the country and they have hurt specifically and figuratively, they have hurt black, brown, female, LGBTQ people in America. They have made our lives more difficult on a day-to-day basis. And I have no sympathy for them when the Grim Reaper comes and takes them away. Sure don't. Somebody else who sure I don't. somebody else who I also won't be crying for, even though she was not quite as evil as Rush Limbaugh. It's a hell of a week for white people. Amy Cooper. Isn't it? Isn't it fucking always? Just sorry. Go ahead. Amy Cooper. Last seen threatening to tell 911 and then doing it that a black man was attacking her. And she as a Mm -hmm. white woman needed her personal security force in blue to come as fast as they can. Maybe kill him. Who knows? Who knows? She went to racial bias training. I don't know what the curriculum was. Who, I wonder, ta- who taught that? Who, I, who taught it? Hopefully not Robin D'Angelo. Let's keep it moving. Um, I wonder if they studied the Amy Cooper case in her racial bias training. They should have. She finished her little racial bias training class, which was surely by Zoom. And now I guess everyone thinks she's good. 
and they've dropped the charges against her. Blah. You know, but also understand, right? Also, let's just remember that Christian Cooper who said she black attacked. man who who she attacked and through, you know, the grace of God is not a hashtag and is still alive. Right. Decided that he did not want to prosecute her. Right? He didn't want to be he didn't want to play any part in providing evidence that would hold her accountable. So what the fuck is that? He is showing much more grace and sympathy and forgiveness than I think is right. Than I think I, I know I could muster. Um, I, I don't think, I think biases run deeper than we even know which is part of what makes them so pernicious and i don't think that we can separate this from the way that white women's tears will bring Uh the world running to their side to help them and when you get amy cooper going oh my god i'm so sorry everyone starts to go okay like she doesn't need the book thrown at her She's a white woman. She gets it. She feels bad. She's okay. She's not threatening. She tried to murder him. Like, she knew if I call the police and say, a black man is threatening me, the cavalry will come, and you might die. You're going to get it. You're going to get arrested. You might get killed. Who knows? Let's throw the dice and see whether you live or die. And she knew fully the power that she held in that moment and she exercised that power and that he was able to find some forgiveness. She's suffered enough. Fuck that. Fuck that. I just like, but here's the, but here's the whole thing is that there are certain people that should are undeserving of grace. Yes. Do you understand that bitch got her dog back? She damn near hung it from its fucking leash. Right. But she gets the dog back. Right. And she gets off. And I'm just like, so again, the only example that we continue to set with our criminal unjust system is that white people will always get off. You can do whatever it is that you want. You can shit in our Capitol building. You can call the cops and have somebody dead. You can lie and say that a black man raped you. You can do all of these things and ain't nothing fucking happened to you. So we wonder why there is a consistent pattern because we keep treating these incidents as if they are siloed events and they are fucking not. You, well, how do you teach kids how not to touch a stove when it gets fucking hot? You say, don't touch it. They fucking touch it. They get burned. You see the cause and effect there? But every single time that white people cause some bullshit, right, whether it end up in one of our deaths, the effect is what? They get they get millions of dollars in a GoFundMe from yeah. white fucking Christian evangelicals. You know what's, you That's know what the fuck they get. Come on now. Speak on Kyle Rittenhouse. You know what? You know what's crazy is they changed the law to address what Amy Cooper did. And yet Amy Cooper gets to go home without having a. Uh, been arrested, been charged, going through the system. I, I, I don't know what she learned. I would love, you know, when you go through AA, at some point, mm-hmm. 
you have to have a public mea culpa. You have to go back to the people you harmed when you were uh, when you were drinking, and apologize to mm-hmm. them and talk to them about what you did. I where 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 is where is Amy Cooper? Where is Amy Cooper? Step nine. She should be coming to us some sort of interview, some sort of statement saying, hey, black people, I am sorry for what I did, for my ignorance, for my whiteness, my weaponization of whiteness. I am sorry. Here's some of the things that I've learned in my racial bias, racial justice training. (sighs) I can't wait. It's just exhausting. I think that like, you know, what is getting me is just every single day being in Twitter, looking at the ways in which white people literally get away with murder. Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyers, by the way, lied about his address, lied about where he lived. The judge couldn't find him. And guess who's still out on bail? Kyle Rittenhouse. Guess who? Guess Kyle Rittenhouse is still out on bail. He killed two people. Murdered. Murdered two people. He's a a serial killer. Correct. He left his house. He's a premeditated serial killer. He left his home Mm -hmm. with a gun, went to another state because he had seen the, 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 the protests in that state cross state lines to go to a protest with the intention of showing them who's boss and got into some kind of altercation and shot and killed a bunch of people. He's a fucking serial killer. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. But the only difference between him and Dylan Roof is execution. He was not able to sufficiently execute the way that Dylan Roof was. He just missed. He was stopped faster. He's a fucking murderer. He thought he was going to go into a fucking protest like the Terminator and kill some people. And make no mistake, that is a specific right-wing fantasy that they talk about in their chat rooms going to the protests and murdering people with guns with cars with trucks there are memes about this they talk about this it's not like some accident that they have repeatedly 
gone to protest. This is almost like the tip of the spear. Like they think this is where we are fighting for liberation and they will, as this is a battlefield and they will fight back. Um, <sighs> Make It Plain covers politics and social justice. From organizers to legislators, it's the conversation you need to get woke. Looking for a new podcast? We recommend you check out Three Righteous Mamas, where three all-American moms who are Latina, Muslim, and queer talk about the issues of the day with some of the biggest changemakers and thought leaders in our world. These three mamas are on a mission to transform our country and celebrate the power and hope of pissed off mamas who are building a better future for all our children. There's no podcast like it. So check it out on whatever platform you use to get your podcasts. They are just consistently in a war of their own making. Do you understand? Oh, like, yeah. I just really like it. it I, I, I just, I'm tired. Like, I'm, I'm tired of every headline. I really am. I'm just tired of every single headline. That just says, I say, you know what? Just put up the headline that says white supremacy wins again and just reprint it every day on every major news outlet. Like, let it be the fucking ticker at the bottom of the screen, because that's just, like that's all I read when I when I see case after case or issue after issue. It's like, oh, so white supremacy wins again. Got it. Right. Can we move on? What's today's weather? Right. Like, oh, Amy Cooper got off Kyle Rittenhouse still uh, still out on bail. Like this cop is dismissed and this thing happened. Great. Herschel Walker argues against reparations. White supremacy wins again. Like, why are you even talking? Why is your coon ass talking about reparations and making some of his argument against reparations? was that it would cause racial division. Not that there is racial <laughs> you know division because of slavery, segregation, decades of economic oppression and inequality, which leads to a massive wealth gap, which will never, ever be dealt with until we do some interventionist thing like reparations. And I'm not just, and when we talk about, when I talk about reparations, I'm not only talking about reparations for slavery. There are countless economic programs that redlining, all sorts of things, the FHA mm-hmm. loans, the, the way the, the GI, GI Bill. Bill was, there's so many things that were, purposefully, strategically, surgically meant to help middle class and and working class white people and left out, explicitly left out black and brown people. So white wealth consistently acquired, accumulated on in 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 programs from the government that black people were not allowed to participate in. All of that because and, and it matters because the, one of the greatest predictors of whether or not you own a home is whether or not your grandparents owned a home because mm-hmm. they are able to help your parents who in turn are able to help you. This is how we build wealth in this country, by owning a home. More generations in your family owning a home, the more likely that you're able to own a home. Um, black families are typically 
not able to do that. To say nothing of black families tend to not have anybody in the close network who can help out. When you have an economic rainy day, most of us don't have somebody who can help out. And those economic rainy days are inevitable. Um, most white people have somebody who can help pull them through an economic rainy day. And that's because of generations of being helped out by the government to be able to buy homes, to be able to get uh, advanced degrees. To that, be able to... Why don't we call that white people reparations? White people been getting reparations since the fucking 1876 compromise, well, they've been right? Help. They've been getting oh because they because oh you know what I'm so sorry that you had to let go of those human beings that you shackled, mm, raped, and tortured. So here, white slave owners, here's the money to help you maintain your plantation because the property that were people we are we are now allowing to let go. Not to say anything about those fucking people and what they're owed. White people been getting reparations since the beginning of fucking time. And when you listen to a Rush Limbaugh or a Sean Hannity and they talk about nobody helped me. I did it all by myself. I didn't need anybody's help. No. Mm -mm. You've been Mm -mm. getting help for generations. It's Mm -hmm. so embedded in your life. You don't even notice it. Right. Because you don't do dick on your own. Not a fucking thing. Right. And so anytime that there is an opportunity for everyone else to look around and be like, you know, government does work. It just doesn't work for people of color. It just doesn't work for the marginalized. It doesn't work if you're poor, but it sure as fuck works if you're a white. Mm. There wouldn't be a white middle class if not for the reparations that were given out to white people, right? Levitt towns and this, that, right. and the other thing being built. Give me a fucking break. But the victimhood and then the supremacy. Miss me with it. So there's a, I, I've been, there's a thing I've been thinking about this week, a way that I want to help make government work for us. Um, because there's this rumor that I shot down on Twitter this week where people were saying that I was a CIA or FBI or something agent because somebody heard somebody what? say something 20 years ago. I am not now, nor I have ever been a CIA or FBI agent. I don't even know anybody in the CIA or the FBI or any other intelligence agency. However, I want the CIA and the FBI, if any of them happen to be listening, to know that I am willing to be (laughs) a CIA or FBI agent as long as it doesn't require me to sell out black people with three exceptions. Candace Owens, Clarence Thomas, Mm -hmm. Ben Carson. Mm -hmm. I want a job where I can go and and snitch on them and set them up for their downfall the way that we used to do Fred Hampton, Malcolm X, Dr. King, all that sort of So if it now if I can get government to give me a job like that, that's the bomb. Right? That's got to be you a know, thing, so right? No, think no. Like, I just don't want to be in that close proximity to Candace Owens. I don't want to be in that. Like, I don't want to catch stupid. Do you know what I'm saying? You won't catch stupid. Like, You'll be I think that you sulfur, can catch stupid. But you won't catch stupid. Worse than you could catch COVID. No, because yeah, you, I don't want to catch ignorance. I don't want to catch 
um, you know, Uncle Thomasness. I don't want to catch any of that. So I, I, I by could, all you do it though. I support I, I support could, you, Torrey. I could be a I'm double I could be a double agent. No, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, Candace. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, yeah, drink this. Oh, yeah, this tea is good for you. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, I could totally do it. Shouldn't we have a moment in history when the government is setting up, is snitching on and setting up people who are hurting the black community? Isn't it time to turn mm-hmm. the tables on that just for once? Would love to. Would love to. We get like a, like Would an inverse to. Tuskegee experiment where we're actually giving black people the 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 COVID vaccine on the low. Come to my house. I got that shit. I got that shit. I'm gonna hook you up. Do you have that? You don't. Shirt? You don't need two shots. They lie to you. You only need one. I got you. Come on. Bang bang. Okay. I don't know what kind of brother man vaccine situation you got fucking going. But if they say I need two shots, you ain't telling me to just get one. Okay? Don't worry. My sister's a doctor. You don't need two shots. We didn't talk about this. I'm just saying she's a doctor. You don't need it. (laughs) Okay. My mom's a nurse. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just naming facts. Um, Okay. Unless your sister's name is Fauci, I'm going to (laughs) roll with what he said about the the two shots. I want to be covered, covered. But I, I'm just saying, I want to be part of doing the opposite of what we've seen done throughout history. All right. And like, like going the opposite direction, like the, the moments of oppression that we've experienced, I want to be doing the opposite, taking down the traitors, right? Mm-hmm. Giving out the medicine, right? Like helping black people get the loans that we need to get ahead. That's what I'm thinking about for the next five to 10 years. And if I can take a government job that will help me do some of that, that, if I can be the spook who sat by the door, right. To help out on the, uh, to the road of progress. Come on. That's what I want to be. You know what? You just brought up a lot of history right there. (laughs) You should, you should, you I mean, you just brought up a lot of history. I don't want to be nobody's spook that's sitting by anybody's fucking door. <laughs> Jesus, you know how I do. Telling you, you know how I do. Um, but I think, but we need we need folks like you though, Torre. So you go ahead. I can call you if you let me know if you need a reference. <laughs> you know, I'll provide one. <laughs> I wonder if you'd be a good reference. Rabble rouser depends, depends on how I feel that day. Rabble rouser podcaster often angry black woman angry queer black woman danielle moody says torres a-okay thumbs up <laughs> oh, no, i need some thumbs i need up. some ivy league white references to get in there man I... <laughs> you're killing me right now you're killing me you're too black <laughs> you're too black and too strong for I'm this t- ride for this particular <laughs> ride let me for get in, ride. have them think okay. like he's down okay. with the whites, get in, then I can come back and get you. Then you'll loop me back in. You'll loop, loop me back, back in? Yeah, I'll loop you back in. On the okay, flip okay. side. I'll hold my reference for something else. Thank you. Thank you. You go find a good Josh. white Ivy League. I need Josh. You know, or... Josh. Yeah. And Eddie to give me a nice... 
Jonathan. I mean, you play tennis, Charles. You're at those you're at those country clubs. I, I don't you play tennis at country clubs. Let me get let me, let me, let me, since, since you since you came out your mouth. I play tennis in public <laughs> parks. I don't go to country clubs. I live in New York City. I don't go to country clubs. I don't go anywhere right now. It's quarantine. But no, we play. I play tennis in public parks with the people. Oh my god! I gotta get off this line. Talk to you. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you for listening. We're going to have an extensive post-show meeting. To Democracy-ish, I'm Torre. And I'm Danielle Moody. And we'll be back next week to fillet some more white people. Hang on, people. Just keep (laughs) hanging on. I know that we're all there by a thread, but keep holding on. Mm -hmm.